presents First Impressions. There's a new album out. Oh, have you listened to it yet? I'm digging the new album. I'll check it out. What do you think of the new album? First Impressions. Hey everyone, welcome to another exciting episode of First Impressions on the Scratch the Trek podcast presented by the Dude and Grim Show and co-produced by IBEST. I am the Dude. And I'm Grim. And today we're going to talk about the recently updated 2021 list by Rolling Stone of their top 500 songs of all time. Uh, I don't care who you are, this list is always going to be up to... not to debate for debate and for that reason we're kind of talking about our first impressions of it because with anything like this i think it probably needs a little time to settle in um but there are some things off the back that one might say maybe rub you the wrong way other things that you're pleasantly surprised by or just surprised by in general so dude how did they make the list well so this is the 2021 version the last version that came out was 2004 so it was definitely in need of a makeover yeah 100 percent yeah um so essentially what they did they pulled over 250 artists musicians and producers producers as well as figures from the music industry and leading critics and journalists now um You'll see that there is the list of people I think you can access. And yeah, yeah. Again, I'm, I'm less concerned about that, but was there like a numeric scoring or is it all yes. subjective like we would do? Right. It? Right. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So so essentially what they what they did was is um, they sent all those artists, they had them rank their songs, top fifty songs. Okay, so all those people that they sent out to top 50 songs, nearly 4000 songs received votes. 254 of them are on the list for the first time. A third of them um, of the a third of the top 100 is new. So the point system, the point system they used was. So let's say you're whatever your top song is. That song gets 300 points. Your second song gets 290 and so oh, it kind of goes. I guess this goes go, to my point. They're not considering it by numbers. It's still it's being weighted and scored and everything by who weighed in, but it's still subjective. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I didn't know if if like they had to take in to consideration like like the how the single did or how many times it got mentioned on social media or any of that kind of like actual numbers. It's still subjective. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, just, just want yeah, to understand I mean, that. I do. Yeah. So, um, and so essentially that's how it goes. And so each, you know, if, if you picked whatever stairway to heaven is number one and I picked it as number two, that's going to be, you know, 590 points that, that it's, it's going to still accumulate. And then if nobody else picks that one, it that's has 590 it has. points. That's, that's, it. that is that's an it. interesting I, I do have to say that's an interesting way because it it it's certainly yeah then it then it just becomes a matter of the a uh, matter of taste for who's voting I mean that that's basically what it comes mm-hmm. down to is it's a matter of taste of who's voting yeah well and the thing is I think you know definitely with this probably um, set of people who voted I think they probably 
expanded and it became a more diverse group because one yeah. thing that you'll know just as flipping through um as with which we also did an uh, episode on this their top five rolling stones top 500 albums, albums of all time yeah. um you know the the genre like really like pop in in rap in hip-hop w- had a much larger representation in the albums as well as as songs here and, and, um, so and it should i get that because you got to look at you know like the the overall musical landscape is not just going to consist of like the the really greats and classic rock forever i mean this this all right. moves and changes so yeah. that that's that's fair mm. but i well, also it, i also think that with regards to that, you still need to do to um, understand what those things meant at the time. And that's that's the part where I'm like troubled by because you can't necessarily put a numerical value on like what this did socially. Now, maybe the people sure. can by their votes. Yeah. But yeah. Then, and, then again, and- it's still a matter of taste. Right. And I think we'll get into the, you know, w- w- the way we want to just kind of talk about this. We're going to talk about through the top 10 a little bit and our thoughts on that. But then there's some things that, you know, just kind of stood out. Some bands that were represented, some that weren't and some that it's like, wow, I can't. That's the song. That, yeah, that exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, so I don't know. But you want to kind of go through the top 10 here a, a little bit? Yeah, I think so, dude. I think well, so. I think we'll just start right at the top with number one and uh, Aretha Franklin. Uh, Respect is was the number one song. Um, I, I I was surprised about. I was surprised by it and not surprised by it. Yeah, I I, I, I think um, certainly it's a cover. If, that's that's an interesting thing. That's an Otis Redding. Oh song. wow, yeah. yeah. And and I, I think that's interesting that it's a cover. But I think what the cover did was so important because. It took this and it it all of a sudden brought this concept out as like from a female point of view, which I don't think a lot of people in general, but especially women would have said at that time. And I think that's why that is immensely important. It kind of reminds me of... um nancy sinatra these boots are made for walking because yeah, yeah. remember that was it was originally supposed to be a song for a male but then yeah. having her sing it just yeah added a whole nother dimension to yeah, it it, like, it was great you don't mess with this chick yeah yeah i understand yeah. well and then we go number two public enemy fight the power again another a very um direct song <laughs> i yeah. think this is maybe the best way to say it and still very kind of poignant to uh kind of you know the time we're living in um and yeah, and I it was be- again a big deal when it came out, but it, it was able to be more mainstream, I think, because unlike, uh, like, let's say, Rage Against the Machine, Killing in the Name, which I believe also made this list. I didn't write down I where, but I believe it made yeah. it. That song is really polarizing. They swear a lot in it, and it's just so militant. Where this one was was almost in a way where I think people could swallow it easier when they heard sure. it. Absolutely. And maybe not um, in 89 when it came out, but I think certainly right. as time has passed. Yeah. Well, the number three, Sam Cooke, uh, uh, a change is going to come. I was, I was really surprised by this one. I, I didn't, I didn't think it would, it would rank that, that high. Um, yeah. It, I mean, you know, and, and I look at the top, just the top 10 in general, and a lot of these songs probably wouldn't make my top 10. And, and, and that even goes to say, if I started, because I differentiate again 
best songs from from favorite songs. I to me, those yeah, were, those I know, and that's two, that's always two, tough two because things. the social context part I do believe is important, even if it's not my favorite song. It's like I get it totally. Yeah. Um. Now, I, you know, I didn't go back and and I should have done this. Look and see what the top ones were for two thousand four. I but had this I believe, in front of me. Oh, you do. Was like a Rolling Stone number one in two thousand four. Like a Rolling Stone was number one, and Respect was number five. But dude, uh, okay. it's it is kind of a little stacked when they release it because, dude, the top five spots are Bob Dylan, the Rolling Stones, John Lennon, Marvin Gaye, and Aretha Franklin. So it's like it's pretty much just like classic rock, white dudes, yeah. you know. And, and I don't know that that's that that's really fair. I mean, that could be one person's opinion, but. I, I do I guess, think it's it comes down to who they're polling and who they're asking. You That's know? true. I mean, and dude, a change is going to come is not like one of the songs I, I guess I would immediately think of with Sam Cooke. Now, granted, I'm not the hugest Sam Cooke fan, so I, I'm right. not going to say for a second that I am. Um, but I don't know for me, if, if you're talking about a song about change and, and all that, it's really hard to beat Bob's Bob Dylan's The Times Are a Changing. The times That's they true. are changing, but again, uh, enough people apparently this song is a, is is a really big deal. Yeah. So you got to at least you know heed some yeah. credit there. Mm-hmm. And well, then we move on to um, kind of the. Uh, sort of a standout now what and that's well Nirvana smells like teen spirit and when I say a standout, the one thing I really noticed looking at this whole 500 list. I would have to go back and compare lists, um, but I feel like grunge rock was it was not nine v- in the previous one. Just so you okay, know. okay, grunge was not very well represented in this no. top five hundred list. Um, that that period of music, um, you know, the true every everybody kind of got Nirvana gets two songs. I think Pearl Jam had one. They had a live Soundgarden had. Um, uh, Black Hole Sun, oh, Foo, yeah. Foo Fighters had um, uh, Everlong, Nine Inch Nail had Closer, Red Hot. Uh, I mean, I, not that that's grunge, but I'm thinking of this time period. Yeah, and, sure. Um, Under the Bridge and, and yeah, whatnot. But like, good. you know, SDP, uh, Allison Chains, they weren't represented at uh, all. Which I can't say I'm. Uh, what's that? Yeah, overly I can't say I'm overly surprised, with, but, um, you know, I thought maybe one would sneak in. I, but, dude, so, I think they. You know, we were talking about this a little bit offline, and one thing that I, I was like, oh, number one, I wouldn't have picked that Nirvana song. But number two, I was like, boy, that seems high. But one thing you brought out again is, dude, that marked a huge shift in just music and what was and like culture. rock. Music yeah. and culture, yeah. man. It really did. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I mean, it it just sparked something, man, that, yeah. that you, can't, you can't say, I'm, I'm trying to think, like, I don't know. Think of another song that really just all I know. of a sudden the world where you pivoted. Could, where, yeah, just, where you could put that pivot point on that song. And, and you're yeah, right. Definitely. I mean, not that there weren't plenty of people who knew about it beforehand, but if they mm-hmm. didn't, they sure as hell did now. Yep. Yep. So, um, so moving on to track six, um, I uh, love this song, Marvin Gaye. What's going on? I actually don't know how that wouldn't be where Sam Cook is. Myself, I, yeah, I, I, I dude. I, 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 Especially since Marvin Gaye's um, "What's Going On" was ranked uh, last year the number one album of all time. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, that got bumped up. And so you get the title um, track. I mean, but, come on. But top ten. 
Then we move on to uh, the Beatles, Strawberry Fields Forever. Now, to um, me, I get this because, again, yeah. like Smells Like Teen Spirit, this was all of a sudden like music is going psychedelic now, just so you know. I mean, it was yeah. it was like the moment, you know? It, Not it that we were alive was. for, but I mean, in terms of like what, what was acceptable in popular music, I mean, that was just kind of like, there you go. Yeah, and the only, I guess, other song that I would pick, and now I, I will say the Beatles are very well represented on this list. And yeah, it, as in, they in be. my opinion, yeah, as they should be, but in my opinion, one, some of the songs I didn't agree with, yeah. um, I, I thought I, I thought maybe a little too much. I, I will say I thought maybe a little too much um, for being a Beatles fan. Um, if there was one song of theirs that I could swap in to to this, it would be a day in the, a day in a life. Um, I just which don't is number twenty four. I don't but, think it yeah. had the traction in popular culture, like because yeah. they. I think at the time they even made some sort of a music video for Strawberry mm-hmm. Fields Forever, and this mm-hmm. was way before like MTV. Yeah, you know, yeah. anything. No, they did. That. Yep. Now number eight, Grim. Yep. Uh, Missy, Mister Meaner, Elliot, uh, get your freak on. Um, I, I, I'm not really sure. I, I just, this one just jumped out to me. Like I, I, I can't, I kind of can't believe it. Dude, I, re- I really, I'm, can't. I'm going to have to give this one a, what the fuck is that? Because, um, I understand that there are things that could be, it could have been released and had some sort of a huge influence beyond the scope of what we would know because we didn't follow that genre of music, especially in 2001 when it came out. Yep. But I'm sorry. I just, to me, to put that song in your top 10, like, um, are you fucking kidding me? That's, yeah. that shouldn't even be a conversation point. Um, I just, I don't even know I, what to say. Like, ugh, dude, I'm, yeah. yeah, yeah. It just, it's, it's, it's utterly disappointing at best. Yeah. Well, I, I think this might be a good opportunity to ask some of the people out there listening and watching. Yeah. Like, what, what do you guys think? Like, is, is there something we're missing here? Like, please let us know. Yeah, I would like um, to know why. That's all. I would just like someone to tell me why. And because obviously it's not like I was asked to make the list or no, no. shit, right? Or vote on it. Yeah, but yeah, I mean. Not yet, anyways. Yeah, yeah, but I just, I don't see that. And while you're doing that, if you could go like ahead and. Subscribe and comment below. That would be great. Oh, yeah. Well, then we move on, Grim, to uh, Fleetwood Mac, Dreams. Um, I'm surprised that that's the Fleetwood Mac song they chose. Quite honestly, what one do you think they would have chosen? Um, I forget what. Yeah, what's the dude? That's <laughs> a good song. I to me, I, I like. I do like it. Yeah, but. it's it's a fine song. But I mean, if I'm gonna like list the Fleetwood Mac songs that I think are the coolest, or you know, like dude, the chain is pretty sweet. Now, here's the thing, though. I mean, again, that's. That would you would that fall more in your favorites than in you know? Well, sure, it would. But then explain to me why dreams is so important as a song. Like, what what is it? Did it represent a cultural shift? And maybe it did, and I don't know. So if you do, please tell well, me because I mean, maybe yeah, that I remember was last year with Ocean Spray. It became a big deal. You know, not dreams, was it? I thought it was dreams. Wasn't it dreams? Oh, maybe. Sure. Is that what it was? Or, the guy on the skateboard? Yeah. For yeah, some reason, I didn't think it was... Dr- okay, then that then that's on me. But I'm, I'm yeah, and sure. it, it was interesting to see that. 
like you said at the time, that album charted again because of that. It was a TikTok, right? Uh, I th- God, was it a TikTok? Shoot. It could have know. been some TikTok, Instagram stories, yeah, whatever. But it know. blew up. And so, I don't know, maybe when this was sent out. What I will say is I feel like that song and that album had a huge resurgence well, last year. that's rumors, year. right? I mean, it, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, like you rumors. said, it, yeah. dude, if it charted again and the album came out in 1977, yeah. I mean, that's, that is an interesting yeah. cultural event right there. Kind of yeah. like the way which, and I would have put this on the top 10 maybe for that same reason, but how Bohemian Rhapsody, I believe. When Wayne's like World that, came out. Yeah, yeah, that all of a sudden it, that became, you know, a really big song again. Yep, and remains yeah. totally no it does it definitely does so number um, 10 okay dude rounding out the 10 outcast hey yeah i really like hey yeah i like outcast um i don't know that i would have put that in the top 10 though that's my personal no opinion. there there's a lot of other songs i would have certainly put up there mm-hmm Definitely not put in the top ten. Outcast is actually very well represented in this list. Too. Yeah, and and for good reason, I think. I, I mean, when you there's an interesting. I was watching a thing about them um, on YouTube, and dude, the way they started, they were like so like underground from the south. I mean, doing stuff in a basement that didn't even have a concrete floor, and they had this whole like collective of rappers. I mean. Now, granted, with Outcast, it was really just the two of them, Andre 3000 yeah. and Big Boy. But um, I, in a way, when I see that in their humble beginnings, it reminds me a lot of Wu-Tang Clan, which okay. I will be, I am glad to say, cash rules everything around me, cream, get the money, dollar, dollar, bill, y'all. Wu-Tang was on this list, and I'm sure they weren't in 04. So yeah, I was glad, I and I will get to that when we get into some of our get own picks. So. Well, and, you know, I think, I mean, you can, you know, kind of move a lot of these around and stuff um, because I'm sure some of them got even the same score and the same number and then they have to decide what ones yeah, they're sure. you know, put in sure. order. But um, number 11, the Beach Boys, God only knows. I mean, off. That should have made the top 10. I mean, other than, you know, there, there's two albums from that period that, again, we were talking about like Smells Like Teen Spirit kind of turning things. Um, yeah, you know, that one Pet, Pet sounds in Sergeant Pepper did did that as albums, and so well, and I feel like Strawberry song, Fields wasn't on Sergeant Pepper's. That was still like the initial shift, and then Sergeant it was Peppers that time period. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but yeah, I just period, I don't so. know how you can tell me um, in regards to influence, maybe sales. I don't know. I didn't look up the numbers, but I just don't know how you could really explain to me in any sort of a way that employs logic or reason that yeah. get your freak on is a better song than God only knows. Just, I, mm-hmm. I don't see it possible. I'm with you. I'm with you. And um, there's so many good songwriters. When you think about that, you, you're, you're wondering like, okay, well maybe they didn't make the top 10, but like, how are they so far back in the list? Paul Simon is one that came to mind for me. Sure. Yep. Um, yeah, he, you know, Simon, and I think it was even Simon and Garfunkel. Did a song off Graceland even make this? I don't believe it did. And I don't, yeah, and I don't get that. Um, but instead well, of ripping a- it apart, which I could I could probably rip the thing apart for hours again, only based on my own opinion, so what's that sure. worth? But yeah, I don't know. I made a little list of some ones that I wanted to talk about that okay, were just interesting to me. Yep. 
Go for it. All right, you want me to... Okay, so we already talked about God Only Knows. Mm -hmm. Waterloo Sunset by the Kinks. Now, that is always regarded as a really beautiful song, and a lot of people consider it like the best Kinks song. But I'm thinking, like, in terms of Lola, that talked about, like... um, uh, like trans, uh, it talked about these issues like with okay. sexuality way before anyone in anywhere had the balls to like talk about these things in such an overt way. So I think sure. that if it's not relevant now, you have to look back at it as even more relevant because of what it was saying then. Okay. I'm with you. Uh, we talked about Idiotechnic in the list. I was glad to see that. Number 48, a little far back for me, but again, an important song. W- would that have been your, your, cause so I have Idiotech, um, Creep, and I believe Karma Police. Those, so three Radiohead songs, I believe made this list. I would have put uh, Paranoid Android on there myself. And Probably first you, and foremost for them. Yeah. Yeah. Personally, I, I, I do. Now I know. Again, we're talking about left turns and pivots. Obviously, Kid A gets a lot of um, a lot of clout that. for for that. Um, but still, so have maybe, you ever heard anything like Paranoid Android, especially like in that era? It was just unlike anything else, in my dude, opinion. I still ha- still haven't heard yeah. anything like it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you, dude. Number fifty nine, the message by Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. I okay. the, like that is one of I'm not a huge fan for whatever reason of like a ton of a real old school rap, but dude, that song is awesome, and I was glad to see that on there. Dude, 107 Cream Wu Tang Clan making the list. I was really glad to see that. I didn't expect it, but I, I was got like it deserves to be on there because I feel like when you listen to that song, they talk about a lot of things that are talked about in rap in general but i think it, it's 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 a lot more of an autobiographical kind of um honest way about it sure sure I'm 214 deacon blues um great song by steely dan but not the one that i would have expected i would have chosen no i'm with you although mike that's mike's favorite steely dan song so dude 278 pressure drop by toots and the maytals was really happily surprised to hear that to read that yep 432 summertime blues by eddie crock cochran now i was interested because um number one respect is a cover dude the who did a lot more of a grittier version than of summertime blues than eddie cochran and moreover so did uh blue cheer uh which was like a real heavy psychedelic rock group and I think that's that's probably all I need to talk okay. about. But cool, I'll go through go through mine a little bit yeah. here. Um, I was I was pleasantly surprised to see uh, nothing but a G thing uh, <laughs> at number twenty nine, and to, not only to have it on the list, but have it that high up. Yeah, because um, I feel that like is really that, high for that. that. That's it's. But here's the thing: I feel like that song is another such shift. A, monumental shift in sort of music um that that probably doesn't get unfortunately i feel like it gets a lot of bad attention kind of that era um just because there was a lot of violence around it but that was representative of also the music and the culture itself so yeah yeah for sure 
Um, I will say this, and and this is just for me. So number sixty one, Led Zeppelin, Stairway to Heaven. That the, one not being represented until song sixty one. Yeah. Sure. Also, I, I just to me, this is just me. Stairway to Heaven is like a top ten song for me. I, I it just okay. is. The 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 elements of the song, the transitions, the way it builds, just everything about it is is I think pretty amazing. Now, so you would have put it above Royals by Lord that was number thirty and beat not only that but Satisfaction yeah. by the Rolling Stones. Just yeah, okay, okay, just yeah. making sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have. Okay. Um, you know, I noticed we have Guns and Roses, Sweet Child of Mine at eighty eight, which. Is fun. I have no problem with that at all. But I, it, seeing that song there, kind of man, there didn't seem to be a whole lot of eighties uh, kind of sort of hair rock bands like, that were represented too. I feel like Paradise City almost would have been a better because you want to talk about the culture of talking about the dichotomy of like that life out there on That's the true. strip. I mean that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Welcome to um, the jungle. Or sorry, not Paradise jungle. City. Welcome to the jungle. My bad. Yeah. Now, dude, I will say, I think they should have done Jay-Z 99 Problems at number 99 and not number 96. That would have just been just better. Agreed. You know, but uh, but I, I think it could have been I think it could have been actually, in all honesty, much higher because I think I think it's a good song. Um, and, you know, I was a couple of the Beatles songs that are on here. We have something at 110 and then uh, and there's another one and then penny lane at two eight like penny lane i, yeah. I like it sorry yeah penny lane really um i liked dude nick drake pink moon at 162 yeah. very happy to see him make the list yeah um, i was i was also pleasantly surprised by that one 179 a band they're making their first appearance on the list at, at this point pink floyd comfortably numb um now what i would it i understand you got to do the ones that were like played and stuff but dude sure the the thing i will say about pink floyd though i mean for me i love their songs but i think a lot of people they're an album band yeah you know i mean not to say that i don't love individual songs but they are an album band and dude the Um, wall even above that one like another brick in the wall come on but I think it's just comfortably numb, and then "Wish You Were Here" makes it all the way down at somewhere at three oh two. Yeah, it's really um, weak. Uh, Jimi Hendrix experienced "Little Wing," which I like that song, but I don't know if that's Dude, one of the ones I picked. Like, there's some there's some real heavy hitters yep. to me. Other than that one, I agree. Yeah. Um, now I'm surprised you didn't bring this one up, Grim. "Pavement" at two forty four. "Summer Babe." Dude, you know, I it, the list is so dense it, it becomes difficult, right? After a while, yeah. and there was just like I was scrolling through it, and there were some things I didn't see. Wouldn't have been my pavement song by any means. I would put pavement on the top five hundred list, but of course, Embassy. it would be more subjective, I guess, to me. But I think, dude, Embassy Road, a lot of things yeah. kick the hell out of Summer Mike Bay. Trump. But I think, I think again. That was kind of like this shift because sure. I believe Summer Babe is the first song off Slanted and Enchanted, Enchanted. which yep. is yep. Uh, that was their their first album and kind of a, a little bit of a shift, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, just a couple other ones that stand out. N- nothing really to say. I'm happy to see that Nine Inch Nails did make it with Closer. Um, Red Hot Chili Peppers under the bridge. Really surprised. 
really surprised the Grateful Dead made it at 334 with Ripple. <laughs> like Ripple. They met that made it ahead of Box of Rain at 364. I mean uh, I, Yeah, I, I do like Ripple better, but I see what you mean. Box of Rain. I, I figure like Sugar Magnolia or something would have yeah. made it, right? I, I just or I mean Uncle John's I mean, I, band. Uncle oh, Uncle John's band. Um then you know uh, just a couple others that stand out. Pearl Jam Alive, the only I believe the only Pearl Jam song that made it, and then Beck Loser, um, the only Beck song that made it. Oh, it, dude, yeah, I don't even want to. No, I'm, I'm just gonna stop because there's some bands that, and I think they're good bands and and stuff, but I just don't know that they need to be on the top 500 songs of all time. I'm I'm really. Oh, BTS made it, just so you know, the Korean boy band um, with Dynamite Good. at 346. So thank God Good. that that was above, you know, like shit that actually matters. Um, <laughs> yeah. Dude, I just, for me, I got to give the whole thing a big fat. What the fuck is that shit? Yeah. Well, I have a feeling next time, you know, here's the thing, Grim. They did one in 2004. They did one in 2021. When they get around to doing another one in 2038, I'm sure they will be coming to us uh, to yeah. give give our input, and we will happily do it. Uh, and we'll oh do it right. yeah, yeah, we'll do it right because so, uh, obviously we know everything. So yeah, so uh, I mean, you know, we'll make sure that we don't put "Call Me Maybe" by Carly Jepsen as 436 because <laughs> I know that was big on the internet. But let's face it, who gives a shit? Sorry. <laughs> I mean, what can you say for some of this? It's just, oh, it, it's yeah. just, um, some oh, of them, dude, it's a stretch, man. It, yeah. it really, really, really is. Uh, like, they need to have sections of it where they're like, you're going to hate yourself. And by the end of it, it's like, start the oven up. I mean, like, <laughs> it's just not, oh, man. Oh, shit. Yep. Well, so um, please like, subscribe, and comment, comment below because we would like to know your comments. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, think. we're gonna wrap this up, everyone. Now, yeah. look, we all know the, these lists are a lot of good fun, and it really it comes down to personal preference. I mean, it obviously, does. we're you know I'm much more aligned with classic rock, alt rock, and that type of music. It, it doesn't mean that you know. I mean, there's a lot of other stuff that I'm really into, but that's my favorite favorite stuff that, that yeah. I gravitate towards. Um, I'm sure everybody has their genres and things that they like. Um, some of this stuff is a little ridiculous, but I guess that's just also. Yeah, I can't remember the number, but it's like you got to make sure that Pitbull's on the list, right? I mean, you just <laughs> have you to just do. It wouldn't be a list without it. So please let us know what you guys think of not only the top 10, but are there some bands and songs here that are misrepresented? Um, some some that you see on there too much. <laughs> yeah. Why, like, for example, why do you think Yeah by Usher is at 290 and not three? I mean, come on. Come on. Yeah. So with that said, it's time to it's go. It's time to go. It's time to go. Grim Show. by the Dune Grim. Additional music provided by Moore and the Tims. 
Copyright 2021, The Dune Grim Show. 